What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to session or episode or whatever you want to call it, 1036. I say session on my other podcast, so an episode on this one. I don't know why, but it's just what we do. But anyway, thank you so much for being here. This is Ask Pat version 2.0 because the first thousand episodes were voicemails from entrepreneurs, and then I came in with my answer this time since episode 1001. I've been having real coaching calls, and you're about to listen in on one with Jane Hamill, who has a couple brands, and they may or may not relate, and we kind of walk through that to determine what the next best action items will be. And uh, by the end of the call, Jane was really excited, and hopefully you'll be just as well with the solution we came up with. Because we entrepreneurs, we have tons of problems, and that's what this show is about. I feature and highlight a problem that a real-life entrepreneur has, and you sit back and you listen. And if you haven't listened yet, please subscribe to the show because this is one of the most fun things I do. And because of that, hopefully it's fun for you too and also educational. So make sure you do that. And you can also get featured here on Ask Pat as well, just like Jane did. She applied at askpat.com. Scroll down a little bit. There's a button to apply. You answer a few questions about your business and then you get put into what's not a random drawing, but I mean, there's a lot of people who submit. And so I go in and I read all the submissions and every once in a while I select a batch that I then record and then we just continue the cycle, and this is all here for you. So I'm excited you're here. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, and I'm excited about today's show. I'm also excited to remind you about today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. FreshBooks is one of my favorite companies because if you're thinking about doing any sort of freelancing or coaching, which is a very popular way to start your online business, um, you need to check out FreshBooks because they can help you manage everything you need to do financially for your freelancer coaching business, especially not just like income and expenses, that's all businesses, right? But especially for coaches and freelancers, I mean, you need to invoice and you need to make sure you can keep track of those invoices. And in less than 30 seconds, you can create a professional looking invoice that gets sent out to your client or your customer. You can do them in in, in parts like, you know, 50% before the work and then 50% after deliverable. However you want to structure it, fresh, structure it, FreshBooks can make it happen. But the coolest thing about it is they not only tell you like who has yet to pay you after you send that invoice out, but they can even tell you and, and, and show you who has yet to even open the invoice you sent. So you know how to properly follow up so you can get paid for all the great things that you do to help serve people out there. And that, that's what real business is all about. And that's what FreshBooks does for us. So if you want to get a free trial for 30 days, unrestricted, you get access to everything. You can try it out. All you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash askpat and make sure you enter askpat in the how did you hear about us section. Free to try. Freshbooks.com slash askpat. Make sure you enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. All right, now let's get to today's episode with Jane. Jane, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks for being here today. I am psyched. Thanks, Pat. I'm psyched too, and I'm I'm psyched to introduce you to the audience and help uh, not just you out, but them out as well. So Jane, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? You bet. I'm Jane Hamill, and I help creative entrepreneurs, mostly people who sell and offer often make a product, help them learn how to market their stuff and how to sell it and make more money. So like and Etsy kind of things? Um, yeah, it could be, but usually it's more like they have a Shopify site um, and it's not quite as crafty as oh, okay. Etsy, and I mean that in the best way, but uh, more right. fashion designers, jewelry, um, but a little bit heavier on the business side than the artsy side. That's great. That's much needed too. Jane, can you give us the URL just in case we uh, want to check that out? Yes, it's janehamill.com. H-A-M-I 
double L. L. Yeah. And that's part of the question I'll have too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, what's on your mind? So, okay. I'm so glad to be here because I feel like you're going to know exactly what I should do. You know, cause oh, no pressure now. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. Okay. So I love my job. I started with, um, the business coaching and consulting with fashion brain Academy. That's the company I started about eight years ago and I love it. And I, I was teaching startup clothing designers, you know, what I went through starting my line mm-hmm. and I ended up, you know, being a designer for a long time. I had a retail store for 14 years. I sold to like big stores like Saks and Bloomingdale's. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah, That's it was great. super cool. Yeah, I loved it. And then after the two kids, I decided to switch directions and did some consulting. And I love this brand, Fashion Brain. I love helping startups. And I have this growing specialty in helping not startups, like uh, people who sell products, any kind of product really, but not necessarily fashion and not necessarily startups. I really want to help people more with marketing and sales. So I've been selling the startup course for a long time. It's been very successful and I'm sort of pivoting, you know, transitioning to the janehamill.com site um, where I am taking, you know, a lot of effort and time and fun helping people market their stuff and make money with their stuff, with their line. Um, and so I'm a little confused about how do I kind of keep the fashion brain thing going? I have somebody helping with that. I have a community manager, all of this, and then let people know this is really what I'm doing going forward. And it's not just for fashion designers. So I've got these two websites going. It's a little wonky. The messaging is confusing. Um, I'm starting a monthly membership coaching starting on Saturday, September 1st was my big launch. I'm Congrats. So Good luck. Um, thanks. Yeah. The timing is pretty cool, but I don't want to, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I don't want to lose the fashion people cause they're going to figure it out. But, um, I'd like to be helping people who make other kinds of products as well. Mm-hmm. And even just things like home goods or utilitary, sure. utili- like backpacks or like stuff that helps you run faster, like whatever products. Stuff like you know? we'll help you sell more stuff. Yeah, well, if you want to sell hammers, I want to help you sell hammers. Like, I really don't care what the product is. <laughs> but I've sort of niched really tightly into fashion, which has been great. And now I'm ready to kind of expand it. And so what are you worried about? It sounds like it's the perfect plan. Okay, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, first of all, because I'm a clothing designer by trade. And I'm going to get the crazy brain all the time, like most entrepreneurs, right? Uh-huh. There's that. But so, so I have these two sites going. I have Fashion Brain Academy. It still gets the most traffic. And then I have the Jane Hamill site. I'm podcasting and I'm finally doing it pretty much every week. Very cool. And I'm just putting the podcast up on Jane Hamill. And the topics are more like, hey, let's talk about your email. Let's talk about how you're getting sales. Let's talk about maybe your Facebook ads, all marketing stuff. Perfect. And not product development, sourcing, where do I find fabrics? And so... I just kind of stopped blogging on Fashion Brain, mm-hmm. and I'm doing everything on janehamill.com. And I guess I'm not really sure if that's cool. Should I just direct everybody over now? Like, I went from selling individual courses, a lot of different individual courses, to now, as of, you know, Tuesday, mm-hmm. it's going to be, if you want to work with me, you can join the membership. Like that's it. Right. And I, I'm keeping the startup course going just because it is a good seller and people like it. And there's it's no passive reason. Or it's, it's not much of 
more additional work for me for that to happen? It's it's passive. Yes. Um, for the most part, the mm-hmm. course is finished. We do have some support, but I have a community manager for that. And mm-hmm. I come in once a month and answer questions. Um, but if I'm not marketing it, it'll, it'll die off a little too. You know, I, I'm not running ads or anything at the moment. Sure. And so I want to focus on the new thing, but I'm, I'm transitioning and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm what, confused. What, what do you, what do you ultimately want? Like, what are you looking to achieve here? Okay. Here's what I want. The new program is called Imperfect Action. And basically, I want to help people market consistently. And I want to have this membership grow. Um, the launch went really well. I'm really happy. But I'm also like, of course, as soon as you're like, okay, people joined. Yay. Holy crap. How am I going to keep them joining? Right. You know, I just, I want to do the monthly coaching membership, which is, it's it's group, but it's not like, uh you know, there's not a big community aspect. It's more like get business coaching and everybody can hear, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's really focused on marketing sale and sales for product people. That's what I want. That's all I want to do, like for the rest of my life. <laughs> now, I'm curious, would the people who are following your fashion brain brand, would they benefit from listening to your Jane Hamill podcast and those kinds of things related to business? You know, they would if they're not in startup mode because when they're when you're developing and manufacturing your products you are obsessed with that right and they have a really hard time considering customer development at the same time as 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 um, that makes complete sense yeah and so since they're so product focused they're not interested for about two years if they if they stay so this brand is almost your new brand is almost like phase two or step two for them yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense to have that be spoken about and talked about on your fashion brand website as that, as as phase two, as something to look forward to after you've gotten all the product development stuff figured out, which is already available for you in your course in your academy. You know, why didn't I think of it like that? I thought of it as like, I need all new people who are already established. No, you don't need all new people. <laughs> These people would... You've, you just told me they would benefit from it, from it just not yet, because I think you're thinking about the customer when they're coming into the brand, but what about when they're coming out? And I think they're going to come out and come yeah. back to you. Right, right, right. And I really like that. I, I also think that although on your podcast, you're probably thinking, well, this isn't for them, but it, it is. So it'll make creating content a lot easier knowing that you know this is something that would be phase two for them, but also you're going to bring new people in who are just ready for that phase already, who would likely be very interested to know how you got there and then you have this other brand which is very not uncommon but it's it's very great that you have this sort of other thing going on because it shows even more credibility that you've done it before that you also know the product side and if you happen to be somebody in fashion who wants to know that well that's the website for you and you'd still also be able to answer likely some product type questions for people uh, mm-hmm. who aren't even in that, in that phase too if you were to you know be in the community on the new membership site too. So I think it just crosses over perfectly. So then do you feel, so if I keep everything, so I have this, these two sites, right? Right. And I changed it. I don't, I didn't want to use my name, Jane Hamill. Cause when I had my clothing line, it was called Jane Hamill. And I just got sick of looking at myself all the time. <laughs> like, seriously. Okay. You, know? you don't have to use your name. Sorry. You don't have to use your name. Okay, it's called Jane Hamill at the moment. So it's okay to have the two sites then. I'm just going to go with that and sort of just say, hey, if you're here, just join us over there. And if you're here, come here. 
Yes. I think you just have to be very clear with who goes where and, and, and when. And when you can nail that, then it becomes a cohesive, like, one step and then another. And then for you as the producer, it's very clear, who, who, like, which audience you're speaking to and when. Yeah, that's the, that's been the weird issue for me. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about clothing design, that's my wheelhouse, 100%. Sometimes when people are talking about making candles, I'm like, well, when you sell your your, your product, like <laughs> like your art, your, your your work, like sometimes the just the yeah. The- I mean, I would I would try to nail down that language for every like the one that kind of comprises everything, the fashion product. Oh. Like, I mean, even even in the call today, we've kind of gone around and said like you know stuff your 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 things, and I think you could potentially even make up a word or have some sort of creative uh, definition for that. So that it's just in your head and you're you're almost training them like, hey, it doesn't really matter what it is, whether it's candles or fashion, like where I came from. It could be backpacks, but it's your blank or whatever. And that might help just solidify like your messaging and who this is for and that this is for all kinds of things on your Jane Hamill site. And it just so happens that you have this other thing that's more fashion based, too. That's brilliant because if I call it, if you sell your work, it's going to imply that you are a maker and you make the work, the product. Mm. But if I said you sell your product, then it can be makers or people who have a Shopify, you know, an e-commerce store, yeah. buy other people's stuff and sell it. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll just say it, start calling it products. Like, bam. I, I like that. Your products, I mean, that opens it up to a lot more, obviously. And yes, perhaps the products are initially the more of the same kind that you had talked about earlier but that could expand and i imagine you just using your work at fashion brain as as examples as case studies for what you talk about on jane hamill and i mean that's your experience it's very similar to like i had although these audiences don't cross over my lead exam website and that was my example that i used all the time here on smart passive income with things that i did at the beginning and how i got started and things that i learned about email marketing you know and and um Although those audiences were looking to not build a business but to pass an exam, um, if I were teaching, for example, architects on how to build a business, there would likely be a segment of that audience who would uh, you know, be very applicable to what I teach on Smart Passive Income. I would probably go, hey, by the way, if you're looking for email marketing tips for your architecture business, listen to this particular episode on patflynn.com where, or Smart Passive Income where I actually talk about email and it's, it's for any kind of industry including yours. Um, so yeah, I think this is, this is, how are you feeling right now with like the, the map that we've laid out? Well, I'm feeling psyched and also feeling like, gosh, I should have just realized it doesn't have to be apples and oranges. Like it's either these people or they're out, you know, it's kind of like the same people later and add in some new people and no, don't overthink it so much. (laughs) I think it's kind of cool too, for your fashion brand. Like if I'm coming in as a product designer and I'm just totally about the art of it all and, and wanting to create my line. Eventually, I'm going to have to get to the point where I'm going to want to sell this thing and figure out how to deal with the business part of it. And knowing that you already talk about that stuff positions you more as an expert. It positions you as somebody that I can go to later if I needed to. Positions you as somebody who, if you had a course that was specifically fashion and business, I would definitely go to. But in the meantime, knowing that you already talk about this somewhere else and you're much bigger than – like it just it just positions you very nicely as, as even more of an authority. Yeah, and and – it's, it's like, I, I do love working with these people, but I just, um, sometimes when people are super art based, it gets a little hard because I'm like, guys, you have to sell. <laughs> like, right. We got to get to the selling people. Right. I love that messaging. And what's really cool is you just create the podcast for Jane Hamill. 
Okay. And now you've already also created content for Fashion Brain. That's the second step, higher level thing to look forward to. And do you think I, so, so I feel a little bit stretched bandwidth wise, as far as doing the podcast every week for Jane Hamill, I don't want to put the same thing up on fashion brain. Do I get someone to keep that blog going? Could I just kind of maintenance blog once a month? What would be your suggestion for that? Well, I wouldn't say you shouldn't ever post the same thing on your other site. I would, I would be selective with, because there's likely going to be episodes that wouldn't pertain, which would perhaps get those fashion people to go well this isn't a show for me or this this episode isn't really my cup of tea but there could be episodes where you do use your fashion as an example and it is very applicable and then that go and, and then that lives on the fashion brain or it, it lives on jane hamill but you link to it and you can even embed it on your other website too so it's one piece of content you just happen to be sharing it in two spots two two locations so that oh my gosh that makes me so happy right that's one way you can kind of repurpose yeah. I never really, I never thought you could do that. I sort of, in my brain, I had it as all or nothing. Yeah, why not? I don't know. (laughs) I love it. Oh, you just took a huge load off me. I'll just cherry pick the ones that make sense and say, hey guys, I have this for you today. Go grab it. Yeah, and then maybe you add like a paragraph that allows them to realize like how it relates to them. But yeah, I mean, I think think we don't talk about this very much because a lot of people aren't in that situation to have two separate audiences, but relevant brands that will transition from one to the other eventually and uh, hopefully at some point. So I think that's why we don't hear about it or, or it's kind of not very common and perhaps why you're thinking that like that's not what you should do. But I, I, I would I would definitely do that. You could even well, take yeah. if you if you wanted to maybe make it a little bit more def- like defined. You could um, take the transcript from from your Jane Hamill podcast and just take a portion of that and turn that into a blog post. I mean, that could be another way to repurpose it. Um, you could invite some of your start, like I'm just thinking out loud here, you can invite some of the, the the success stories from your Fashion Brain Academy and have them on the podcast, which would then teach like the business part of it, but then you also share it with your community at Fashion Brain, highlighting one of those members, and they're going to be interested in it too and maybe be encouraged to want to join you on Jane Hamill for all this other stuff post-production. Great, yes. You know, now that you're saying that, I since the startup community... We do have a Facebook group and we do, I do a live Q and a once a month. Why couldn't I just put some of that on the blog? Like from oh, yeah. private, as long as they knew it was going to happen that day. Right. Like but, you, you, yeah. you, can, you can make it more structured so that it's less work. Meaning every Friday you have a post go out that says, Hey, tell us your best tip or success or whatever the, the thing would be. And then the next week you happen to literally like take a screenshot of you of, of that person's, you know, success story. And then you just kind of unpack it a little bit and then maybe link to other relevant things that were related to that success story or a tip or whatever, like using screenshots from social media are really fun because people go, Oh, that's a, like a real group. And a, a real person said that. And I want to go join this community now. It's pretty awesome. I actually love it when they do that. Cause I feel like it's true. Right. It's totally real. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically you could Photoshop the whole thing and um, but, that, I, that is my plan. That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop a, a person saying they made a million dollars in a day yeah. after joining my course. No, that's just wrong. You don't. And then I'd have to learn Photoshop, though, Pat. I mean, come on. Yeah. See, so, so let's not let's not go down that route. That let's have happening. real case studies and and real instances that would encourage people to join the community. And that's really just 
documenting what's already going on instead of having to create new content. Right, and so you don't have to do it either. You said you had a team there already. Why not have your community members? This is I, I'm very fortunate to have a guy named Brendan Hufford who was on a very early episode of the SPI podcast. Um, he has since come on as community manager on my Facebook page, and he looks for people's success stories and their wins, and he pulls them out, and he even writes once a month a community success story that gets posted on the blog. And he pa- uh, why don't I do that? Yes. You know, and if this person on in your community had a website or something that they want to like promote to, like you know, okay, like in exchange for writing this thing, you get to link to your website at the bottom and get some traffic too. And and I can start by featuring the community manager Genevieve. Ooh, that's good. That's even better. I just gave her a plug, but she she's a um, designer in New York, and she's awesome. And like she's getting like this is going to be so fun that she can manage all of that. What's her name? Um, Genevieve, J-E-N-N-Y-V-I, Dizon, D-I-Z-O-N. Cool. And um, she's like the coolest. Actually, she's um, she grew up in the Philippines, but she lives in New York now. And before I was that, gonna say Dizon is a is a Filipino last name. Yeah, she's really cool. You should uh, tell her that her. we talked about her, and then she'll be even more stoked. Have her listen to oh. this episode. <laughs> and she will love it. And she design some of her designs have references to. Uh, Filipino style with like the layering and stuff. It's re- she's really cool. That's really cool. So this is episode one thousand thirty six. So when it comes out, you can let her know. I will. Oh, she's gonna be thrilled. Cool. So how are you feeling about what we talked about? Like, what's what's on your mind? I feel like I'm gonna sleep like a baby tonight. I feel like <laughs> the tips you've given me are not only um, like make sense, and you gave me kind of permission to just like, oh, just do that. Like, it's no big deal. But also, um, I don't have to do anything new or extra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why make it harder on yourself? Yeah, the content can be really the screenshots, the success stories, um, documenting people, what's going on with people in the in the new designer program. And then the podcast can be the podcast on Jane Hamill. Yep. I'm gonna, I'll just leave the name as my name for now. It's mm-hmm. fine. Don't worry about it. I'll take relevant episodes and stick them back on the fashion brain site. Um, and just focus on the membership, but keep in my brain, the way I'm treating fashion brain Academy is like a lead gen almost for people coming in. And then eventually they get to joining the, um, imperfect action membership. So it's, it's all like fluid rather than seeing them as two separate beasts. Right. I mean, you know, the people who go through your fashion brain Academy, that they're going to struggle with wanting to sell this, whatever they created. It just makes perfect sense to go, by the way, I have this other thing that will help you how to do that. Because I teach people, not just people in fashion like you, anybody with a product, how to sell more online. And so come listen to the podcast if you want to get a taste. Come join me in uh, Imperfect Action to get some more help and join the community. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll continue this journey for you. Yeah, it's really... I. I feel so much more relaxed, Pat, because I just was feeling like these two audiences are so different and they don't play well together. But um, now I see that that's just how I was looking at it. It doesn't have to be the truth. You got this. Thank you, Jane. I appreciate it. What's your your website? One more more time so we can go check it out. Um, So (laughs) there again, the new, the the coaching Mm -hmm. for marketing membership, membership is (laughs) janehamill.com. And then if you're a startup fashion designer, check out fashionbrainacademy.com. Love it. And uh, I'll be getting more active, a little bit more active on the blog there as per Pat's suggestion. So, yay. Right. Using stuff that you've already done. Yeah, yep. Document, not create brand new stuff because 
Mama's not got time. I've been blogging on that side site for eight years, so there's a ton of great content, and I'll just. I mean, I can riff off what I what I have. Right. So Actually, be, one more it, tip for you that we've been doing yeah. on SPI to help the blog along too, because we are very busy. Um, we get we've we've this year, and many of you've probably noticed this. We've gone into the past and updated older posts that needed updating, and mm-hmm. republishing them with a new date, sending an email out, which then injects a whole load of traffic, a lot of social love for that old post. And we've seen those older posts go from page two or page three in Google to the top of page one as a result of that. The older the older posts, because Google's looking for new relevant things. What happens is they crawl through your site and they're like, oh, that post, that's an old post. It's probably not as relevant anymore. Um, look at that. There's no social media love for it, so we're going to rank other things above it. But when you inject new life into it like that, using a post that you already have where you just need to update it a little bit, um, not reinvent something new, like this is, this is what I've been uh, taught uh, from an SEO person we hired, um, it's called like the now with more. Like, oh, well, I'm going to bring this back, and now there's more. And that's a great way to use stuff that you already have to get some more uh, uh, SEO love and um, likely bring back articles that people hadn't even seen because they're so deep in the archive. So if you've been blogging for eight years, you probably have a lot of things that you can go back to and surface up again without, again, creating brand new things and spending a load of time on it. Yeah. And I have a few that I always send people to like, please read this before we talk, like mm-hmm. you know, the, the better ones. Right. Do you, um, do you update the actual post? I mean, you, you do like a little intro, but do you change the post as well? I so do. it doesn't. So okay. it, if it's relevant, like if, if, you know, I'm talking about a strategy or if like, for example, I'm talking about like my top 10 apps that I use, like I might change two or three of them yeah. because those other apps, I don't use them as much anymore. Or um, if there's more new news or other case studies that I can share, I add those to it. Like, I don't really change it too much. I just make it relevant for now. Do you say, hey, guys, this is something I did before and now I'm doing it again here? Or do you just kind of just do it? I, I do say that up front. And, I, and the right. reason I do that, not to – because some people might go, well, you're letting them know that you're just repurposing this. But what I'm letting them know is that my content is staying up to date and they're in the right place with the latest and greatest information. That is, I'm writing this down. That's so true. Plus you are completely, I mean, I want to be as transparent as you are. Like you are so amazing about always just being really upfront about stuff. Right. And, and you can flip those, you know, you can just, I don't want to say spin it because it's kind of a negative way, but you just turn it into something that's actually a positive into, in, instead of a negative. Because it is. It is. It's really exactly. cool. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Cool. So like a little oh. bonus tip for everybody there at the end. And um, thank you for for uh, setting that up for me. Um, Jane. You're a rock star. Keep up the great work, all right? I love it. Let's let's do it again next week, Pat. <laughs> well, I'd love I, to catch up in the future to kind of get an update on, on this. You are at some point. my hero right now. I really appreciate it, dude. Thanks all a right, ton. Appreciate you, Jane. Take care. Okay. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Jane, thank you so much for coming on and uh and for your excitement. I'm I'm excited to catch up with you in the future so we can see how this all pans out and I'm excited for that. So if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please do that because we have a lot of great guests coming on, business owners from all levels um, who are here to, to get some more help and that's what I'm here to do. And I also love this because it's great practice for me for coaching too and, and this is something I'm really, really enjoying. Hopefully if you've been listening since episode 1001, which was the first sort of live-ish coaching session we've done like this, um, hopefully you've already noticed through the first nearly 40 episodes here how much I've improved and I'm, I'm, I'm only doing that because I wanna help you better. 
Um, so let me know. Give, give me some feedback at Pat Flynn on Twitter or at Pat Flynn on Instagram. And, and let me know how you feel. How, how's the show going for you? Is there anything I can do differently? Do you, do you like them? Is there anything that you wish I was that, that was different or added on? Let me know. I'm here for you guys. So at Pat Flynn on most social media channels. And make sure, again, if you want to apply to be coached here on Ask Pat as well, just head on over to askpat.com, and that's where the magic happens. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much, and I cannot wait to serve you in the next episode with a new coaching call. It'll be a lot of fun.